Hello, ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen. This is Tim Bender, and we have Ryan Castillo. Welcome back to Dialed In. Um, we wanted to just kind of um, check in and maybe just uh, discuss how this is all going, what we've got going on from a new content strategy standpoint, check in with you, see how Vegas has been, see how 25-year-old life has been. 26 now. 26-year-old so life old. now. Just kidding. I know very young. Um, what's up, dude? What's up? Uh, I've been good. It's been a really great summer all around. And especially yep. from like a, even from a business standpoint, we both. Whoa, agree. whoa, 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 whoa. I wouldn't go that far. Well, I would <laughs> say, okay. So if you let me finish my sentence, yeah. uh, I mean, we're at the point now where we both agree and we think we're now in the right spot and have found our true brand voice and we know what's working, what's not. And we're trying to just elevate the quality of production for you guys and the experience. Yeah. So, so it's been good. I can't, I can't complain. When I brought on Ryan a long time ago, I was like, you know what? We need to get stuff on YouTube. We need to like get video content done. And in his defense, started off pretty rocky. But, um, you know, Ryan knew better than me. It's the case most of the time. Um, so, yeah, you know, we've we've been experimenting with this for the last, uh, shit, three, four months now. It's going really well. We can't tell you how many of you guys are reaching out, saying that you guys love the podcast, which is really cool to hear. Um, it was funny because uh, on the last episode, which is a future episode, the one that we just recorded with George, it's funny. It's like this has become my therapy, and I just get to talk. And it's um, it's pretty cool that you guys like to hear our opinions, and we're trying to just bring you real, real content. Um, and that is the thing that so many of you guys keep stressing is how it's just refreshing to hear, just being authentic. I guess in this this industry that has been largely not very authentic, um, but. I, I agree with what Ryan has been saying. I think we're finally finding our brand voice. We kind of have a recipe that I think is going to uh, to work, and it's just up for us to continue to hit the ground running and um, and doing that. So, podcast obviously has become um, one of our let's say flagship properties. <laughs> is that is that is that is that it's like fair? Our staple, one of our it's, staples. It's, it's one of our yeah. staples. Um, Tim Talks has obviously been going really well. We're trying to increase that production value. Um, you guys liked our new intro. Ryan did a pretty good job on that. Um, and maybe we just start talking about, and the last time we had you on, we were talking about kind of where Fog City is going to be kind of transitioning to and where our new com company will hopefully be picking up. But um, I think that we, so, I'll, you know, you guys want to hear just like, the real shit and I'll just kind of maybe give you guys a peek behind the scenes. Right. So, um, obviously the last six months have been incredibly challenging and, um, I think we're finally getting to a place in the market where much of what I anticipated is kind of happening. I think people went through their personal recessions, people are downsizing their collections. Um, and with that being said, um, you know, my, my biggest challenge is I have employees and mouths to feed and all of that has been um, trying to keep, keep the ship afloat. And um, our, 
our new project collected has not really um, taken a back seat, but we've really been trying to build out what we feel is going to be the most important aspect of that. And that is community. So it was really challenging for Ryan. I think this is um, something that is really challenging as you're kind of younger in your career for those folks that might be listening is, um, you know, we had an incredible momentum behind us and then the market went to shit. And just to be fully transparent, it's been a matter of just keeping the ship afloat. So, um, you know, I dedicated my time and energy and resources towards just doing that. There was a lot to manage. There was, uh, us having to unwind out of um, inventory, us having to manage, um, you know, client expectations with consignment. And uh, it was really challenging. I'm sure, you know, Ryan, um, just based off of our conversations, you know, it's a, it's a challenging thing to go through. And hopefully Ryan is now seeing that much of what we are, are doing has been really resonating with you guys. And, um, you know, I think it's it's been been very motivating for for Ryan. I'd also say that that time where we were just having our fucking oh shit moments is where we had to dig in deep and really reflect on what's working and what's not. And, um, you know, what do they say? You don't get diamonds without pressure or some shit. Our new company collected. Uh, we are still, um, you know, moving forward on that. And it's just a matter of us dedicating our time to where we're seeing the most, um, most results. And that right now is, um, this aspect of building community. So as the, the next coming months start kind of coming, coming about, um, you know, fog city is going to remain, um, kind of the media side of things and dialed in has become one of our flagship properties there. Same with Tim talks through this process is I, you know, in the past I was speaking to everyone as if they were in the same place as I was not, you know, remembering that it actually took me many, many, many years to get here. So a lot of the information that I'd broadcast out to people would be at a very, very, um, you know, the, the baseline was, was, was very high. It was, you know, speaking as if everyone was educated. So we're trying to like bring that down and really meet our clients on where they are at. Um, and you know, I'd say the broad majority is kind of earlier in their, uh, collecting journey. So we, we need to produce content that's going to ultimately, um, help those people because if we can build those relationships, we can then start, um, you know, hopefully being that trusted advisor to people. Oh, and that's the other thing that I was, I was uh, saying, one of the other things that we've been doing is, um, what the one-on-one meetings. Yes. That's, that's what the fuck I was talking about, Ryan. Thank you for being here. So we want to start having these office hours. You guys can ask us questions. We'd love to keep this, uh, as like another segment to dialed in, but we want to allow you guys to essentially be a fly on the wall and just hear me having these conversations. Because if you guys can start interacting with us and we start to provide color on a broad uh, range of, of topics, I think that there's a lot of interesting sound bites that you guys can gather and at least hear my, uh, my opinion on things. If you guys have any interest, we are going to start actively promoting this once we've got a better name uh, for it. But you guys can go ahead and, um, you know, basically book a 30 minute consultation with me. We can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, the caveat is we want to have those, uh, those calls being recorded. You guys can be completely anonymous. Um, we won't, you know, if there's anything that reveals your identity or there's, um, things that, you know, maybe are, 
are controversial or, or maybe, you know, talking to, about things that we shouldn't be talking about. Um, we'll certainly um, filter that out. But the idea is to be able to package these sound bites as information that you guys can consume um, in long form content. And I think that's always been a way that I've learned really well is just by hearing people talk about things. You pick up on little nuggets and you can start understanding how everything kind of ties together. Um, but that's also one of the new products that we, um, we want to start actively building out as well, because this content needs to live out there forever. Um, and we want that to evolve. And Ryan is tasked with figuring out how to package that and deliver it to you guys. <clears throat> I think we're trying to leverage to like what passion means. Cause I think that there's a lack of passion in the watch industry. And the reason that I say that is I think a lot of people love watches for whatever reason it is, whether you're just a collector or you're a dealer reselling it. But if you're really about passion and you're passionate about what you do, you're going to reinvent and kind of design, you know, the way that you operate your business so that it benefits you and the customer in a sense. And I think that's what we're trying to do slowly, right? There's a lot of watch content out there um, wherever you consume it. But I think at the end of the day, one thing I consistently see is a lack of honesty and transparency and openness. And that can be due to the way that the watch industry traditionally operated. But what we want to essentially do is we want to reinvent and design what it's going to look like 5, 10, 20 years down the line because we see so much potential in the watch industry and we see a lot of new people entering it. And I think that there is a barrier of transparency that, you know, kind of restricts empowering the consumer. And one thing that Tim always says is traditionally the way that people made money in this industry is knowing more than you. And essentially we want to continue, you know, transacting with you guys and sustaining our business, but at the end of the day, making you guys stronger and, uh, empowered consumers. And I think you can touch up a little bit on that. Yeah. George, George, George was calling us the, the fog city freedom fighters, which I thought was pretty funny, but I guess, I guess in a sense, it's kind of true, right? We, we have done our best to show you guys what happens behind the curtains. Um, and I think if we can continue to build out this, army of educated consumers, a lot of those things that have traditionally been, um, you know, scary, uh, aspects of, of, of the vintage watch world become less scary because you guys know what to look out for. And if we guys can, if we, as a company can provide you guys with that information, then also provide you guys with the safeguards, um, that allow you guys to transact safely enter collected. Um, I think that we're going to be, uh, we're going to be onto something. I think that we are going to shake up the industry a little bit and um, get rid of a lot of the bad, the bad actors and kind of just shady business practices that have existed for far too long. Um, and we want that to be community driven. Exactly. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of people would be interested in this watch industry that we all love and more people would fall in love with the pieces that we see every day on social media. But with that comes this redesign and rebranding of what the watch industry is. And for us, you know, we took a kind of leap of faith and we did see, you know, a lot of people frustrated with us in the beginning because we were revealing things to potential customers that were wrong about the watches and those didn't turn into transactions. We're just even speaking about the market, right? Like that was a really, um, 
that was a thing that you and I debated internally all the time. It's like we knew that this was probably going to be happening because we saw all of the unhealthy areas of the market. And like to us, it was pretty apparent that that's the way things were going to go. And we were trying to sound the alarm and just, you know, advise people of that. But what does that mean? That means that it was a very rough road, right? We were like telling the market not to buy watches and what do we need to do? We need to sell watches. But with that, um, you know, I think that there was a lot of brand equity that was built because we operated from a point of, uh, of, of being, you know, of having the highest integrity because that's, that's something that, you know, is very important to me. And I think that's like something I always say it's at the end of the day, you know, if, if we continue to operate, like my, my name means everything. Um, because without our reputation, like we just, we don't have it. We, we don't have the trust of the community. Right. And that comes, um, that's not something that you can buy. That's something that's earned and it takes a long time and a lot of great transactions, um, and interactions with people to earn that. Yeah. And you know, we're like Tim mentioned, we're kind of at this point in the market where we're starting to see, uh, more people selling or consigning their products, which is great. And one thing that I have really come to value is there's a lot of people who come to us and they're like, Hey, thinking about buying this watch or thinking about selling this watch. What do you think about it? What is it going to go for? Is something wrong with it? And that's essentially what we want to be and what we want to turn collected into is a safe haven for you guys to transact so that you no longer have to ask somebody if, you know, a watch is safe to buy or if there's something wrong with it everything all the information you want to know is at your fingertips so and the community can weigh in on those things right um and that's that's where fog city is we want to provide that high high production value educational content and we're not going to be lame as fuck like other big brands that have tried to do that because we're going to be real we're always going to keep it real with you and sometimes you're not going to like what we have to say but if we're telling the truth it's your problem. Our intention and everything we put out is, you know, better you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand that there might be controversial opinions that come with what we say or what we believe. But at the end of the day, we're not doing this to piss anyone off. We're literally just doing it because it's going to make you guys more empowered. And we've seen that with our customers, you know, in the past six months, we've had a lot of those people initially be like, oh yeah, you're wrong. I don't believe you guys. You guys are just talking out of your ass. Six months later, a guy wants to sell the exact same watch. <laughs> for a lot less. less but you know we're we're not gonna butcher you for it we're not gonna judge you or say anything we're gonna be like hey we're always happy to help and at the end of the day like that's what we're here to do yeah and, I, and I, I'd, I'd say that, that was something that i really really wanted to kind of shift focus on from a content stand standpoint is how can we help right i think um early on, this is something I I think that we were, we were off about is, um, when things were going sideways, we were like, okay, we're not selling watches. Can we consult with people? And we tried to figure out a way to monetize that didn't go over as well as we probably expected giving, given the turmoil in, in the market. But, you know, never again, I want to, um, always operate from a position of how can we help you and everyone's going to be in different stages of their collecting journey everyone's going to have different needs and different ways that we can help but um 
that is the new fog city. The new collected is being the most helpful resource for you guys to just be helpful. I think we've had about two, three people in the past like week, week and a half directly uh, message us and be like, you guys are my new resource, my new Hodinky, which I think. No, more than that, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, but even to like, we want to shift everyone's mind and your perceptions. And because at the end of the day, like we are two people, that's the size of our team. We don't show up to work in a suit and tie. No, right now we're fucking sweating in a warehouse because it's we don't even been have... 105 <laughs> degrees in San Mateo and there's no air conditioning. So we have a big industrial. Fan. I mean, like, that's who we are. How would I say this? We're proper street kids. I think, like, we're polished street kids. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the way I grew up, right? Yeah, um, I mean... And I think that's different from a lot of maybe our, our consumers. And I think that that's also what really resonates with the folks that we do connect with is that we're real, right? Like we, we both come from pretty modest means and, um, you know, we weren't those fortunate kids that had a lot of things given to us. It was, uh, what we've, what we, this is actually something I left you with, you know, being able to eat what you kill, right? Like that's, that's that, but that's also, it gives me motivation to do this day in and day out. And it's, it's very rewarding because I figured out how to make a living doing what I love. Um, and I can't thank you guys enough for that. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole brand behind Fox city. I remember we went when originally designing and rebranding it, everyone had a white background. Everyone was like white, you know, like techie savvy, really polished, like serif font looks like every other big publishing company. And that was one of like our biggest decisions is we were like, I was like, Hey, what about black? And even originally Tim was like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't like the black and we tried it. And as we were doing branding for collected a few months ago, we were doing our, um, that's what white as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's funny. Cause everyone's like, I love you guys because you guys are like the only company that's like black and you guys are like, it's a very distinctive and it's very different. And like essentially the black and the reason we have our colors is those are like darker colors. That's like what we feel, you know, bold, resembles like masculine. bold, strong, not trying to be machismo, but like masculine. It's like the Bay area. Like those are natural kind of colors. And so we always want to be who we are naturally as a person. Like I think Fox city has very much transformed itself into who Tim is as a person. I know some of you guys may have like hopped on a conversation with him, but the reality is like Tim will always be very honest, upfront and transparent with anybody. Um, and that's why we're kind of transforming ourselves to be kind of that honest. The brand, I mean, the brand has to match what it is that we stand for. Right. And, um, that was also part of us coming up with our brand voice. And that's who we are. We are Paulist street boys. We will give you the best service. I would argue in the industry. Um, we will Say give so. you the time of day. We will immediately, we will try to immediately respond to you guys. We, it's cause we're hungry. Yeah. Then, but at the same time, like. We're going to fucking talk shit. We're going to shoot the shit and we're going to be honest because going back to the original topic of this conversation, we're doing this to help you guys empower you guys. And if like you guys don't want to hear what we have to say, you guys can go somewhere else. But guess what? You're going to get the most resources, the most education. And we're going to be us. real as fuck. <laughs> like, you know, you might not like uh, our style. You might not like what we have to say, but everything that we say is at least our truth. Um, but I'd like to say it is the truth. 
Well, and the thing is, what's funny is there we do get, you know, people who are like, I don't like your style. I don't like you guys. Like you guys act a certain way and that's not proper. But at the end of the day, I see your name pop up in our inbox two months later saying, hey, can I buy this watch from you guys? Oh my gosh, it immediately shipped. I got it the next day. I'm like, well, yeah, you don't have to love who we are, but we're going to give you the best fucking service. And I can confidently say that because that's just well, who we are. Yeah. I mean, this is also kind of like what we've talked about. I don't know if this is a conversation that I had with you, but the customer isn't always right. And I think maybe this is just me being, uh, what we're, what we call those, uh, a, a street, street kid, um, oh, street kids. I mean, I've always spoken my mind. Right. And, um, I always want to operate fairly, but if you're trying to get over on us, I'm going to fucking call you out. I ain't going to be down with that shit. Just keeping it real. Um, and that's what rubs people the wrong way is it's like, you know, the customer isn't always right, but we'll be fair. We'll be honest. And, um, you know, you can always trust us. You might not, you might not like us, but you can at least trust us. I mean, us. if, if we're wrong, and you could prove we're wrong. We'll, we'll admit it. We, we're not ashamed. Like if we're wrong, we're wrong. But we've said. I actually, I think we've we've talked about being wrong a number of times, right? Like I think I'm trying to remember some of our our PR things, but um, we were wrong on a couple of things, and we owned it. I mean, we're human. We don't have fake personas when we hop on this podcast. The reason why we bring our guests on the podcast, and a lot of them ask, "Hey, what's the topic of discussion?" A lot of times we're like, hey, we just want to have, and this is always like one of the opening things is we have open and honest conversations because at the end of the day, we want you to come in here and not prep for something that's not truly yourself and polished. We want it honestly to just for you to sit down, kick back and talk whatever's on your mind. If you have something that's on your mind and you're pissed off, fucking say it. Well, that was like, that was like George this morning. It was was his therapy session, but um, that's like the one thing to anyone who might be listening to this that might want to come on. The reason we want that to be unscripted is exactly that there's, um, I've heard a lot of podcasts specifically, uh, watch podcast where the guests come on and it's like, they're just pitching you on them. And as much as that should be the case, like I always want to be able to pitch. Well, so far the people that we brought on the podcast are people that I think are rad as fuck and, I want to support them any way possible, but at the same time, I want you to get a real sense for why we like and support these people. Um, because yeah, I mean, you know, if it's just another opportunity for us to have someone give their sales pitch and they're cheesy as fuck, that ain't, that ain't real. It's not. And I mean, I hope going off the podcast, like we have, a few guests coming on that we're really excited about, but we want this community at the end of the day, like the Fox city community that we're trying to build. It goes from dealers to collectors to people who just started falling in love with watches yesterday. And this podcast is going to be the resource that, you know, you're not going to be overwhelmed with people who know more about you. You're going to be able to hop on this podcast and hear a, I am now 26 years old. Yeah. Ryan, (laughs) Ryan's 26, a 26 year old just, Hop on mic and just talking about the shit. Because guess what? Consumers resonate with brands that they can relate to. Yep. And I I wear jeans and a t-shirt. I'm wearing 
some shorts, a free t-shirt I got, NFT NYC, and some dirty sneakers. But that's just because Roy is running around and trying to shoot content and I want to be comfortable while doing it. And like I said, it's I think it's 98 degrees outside and we don't have our our one industrial fan that blows uh, warm air. <laughs> so we're both sweating it, it, it here. <laughs> it, it would not be good for, for the audio. Um, but yeah, we've had an incredibly like insane heat wave um, here in the Bay Area recently. Yeah. I think it's to the point where, where we had packages that were delayed because I'm sure the FedEx workers are like, nope, fuck this, ain't happening. No, I had the, um, my mailman showed up at my house at 8.30 at night yesterday. Yeah, and I'm, like, nah. I'm pretty sure it's because it was so hot out. And I was like, hey, to be honest, like I wouldn't want to either. Like that's pretty rough. You know, I didn't have anything. We're just not built for that shit out here. No. So yeah, um, going back to our brand, that's who we are. We're real. We're honest. You guys are going to resonate with us. Hopefully, if not, honestly, we're open to have a conversation with it. Our inbox is always open. So if you guys have any ideas or any opinions, there's Tell no us wrong. that we suck. Honestly, we'd appreciate it because guess what? That's what will make us better. So yeah, we hope that this has been um, interesting to you guys. Uh, I thought it would be an appropriate time for us to revisit kind of what we've been up to, what we're doing, and then bring Ryan on because he's been the guy behind the scenes putting this all together. So it's always great to have him um, be recognized and for you guys to get a better sense for for who he is. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Ryan has his sign off that has, has been his his usual. And then please excuse the, uh, the, 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 the noisy neighbors next door. They're back. Pretty soon you might hear that fucking Mitsubishi start revving up. I'd actually love it if that were the case, but um, something about your chicas fucking enjoying coastlines and shit. Yeah, of course. What, what else you got? Um, we just want to say thank you again for all the support. I'm going to keep saying it. I know it may sound repetitive, but we truly appreciate everything. And you guys have gotten us to the place that we are now. And you guys have formed us into the brand that we are now. We do this all because you love it. And it works more, I guess. And so we're going to keep doing it. And we hope to continue being the leaders in this industry. And at the end of the day, like we want the watch industry to look back and be like, these guys were the people that tried doing things differently. They persevered through all like the bullshit. And now it's the standard way to operate. We hope so. I mean, we, we, we hope to, uh, to not fail, but we're not afraid to fail and uh fail fast enjoy your weekend hope you guys are cruising down the coast with your chica in your passenger seat windows down playing some good old music